Welcome back to the private podcast, The Art of Self-Expression. I'm Morgan Day Cecil, and today we're diving into imposter syndrome. What is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is the condition experienced by every single high-achieving individual I have ever met, except for the narcissist. They don't have imposter syndrome so much. But for most people, they're experiencing debilitating self-doubt around abilities where they actually have a lot of competency. Imposter syndrome is when you doubt your abilities and have a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud, despite evidence of your competence. It often occurs in high achieving individuals. So if you've ever felt like you didn't deserve your accomplishments or you should have more accolades, more trainings, more expertise before you voice your opinion on a topic or share your ideas, you're probably struggling with imposter syndrome. It is one of the most universal experiences around high achieving people especially women. Here's what I think about imposter syndrome and what really helps me overcome it. It's just recognizing that if I'm experiencing imposter syndrome, that is a big clue that I've landed on something I actually have a lot of potential in. It's actually connected to my true authority. For instance, I don't have any imposter syndrome around being a singer or being a good cook. Because I know that those two things are not part of my essence. I could learn some skills in the kitchen and I can improve my voice, but neither one of those are connected to my calling. It's not to say I don't enjoy singing or cooking. It's just to say I don't ever get stuck in my head around the need to prove I am a singer. I am a good cook. I don't have any fear of being found out as a fraud in those two areas because I know there are not areas I have any gifting in and that's okay. I can still enjoy them and I love enjoying them because it's very enjoyable when you're free of imposter syndrome. Now my clients, they come to me because they have a lot of gifting in certain areas and that's the exact area they struggle with imposter syndrome. One example I can share that I think a lot of women can relate to is the sense of being an imposter around their sexuality and being seen as sexy. Now, we're all called to embrace our sexuality. This is part of our wholeness. This is part of our freedom and our healing and our fun. But most women I've met have some blocks around showing up as their fullest, most sexually expressed and vibrant, alive self. Now, this tells me that, of course, they have all the makings, all the trappings of being a sex goddess, because they do, but they don't know it yet. My clients also experience imposter syndrome as coaches, as writers, and it's the same work of how to overcome it. Number one, the key to overcoming imposter syndrome is to get out of your head. Your head is what's giving you imposter syndrome. Your head is giving you the judgment, the comparison to other people, making you feel like you're not good enough. You're not good enough as someone else. You don't have all the skills and credentials as someone else. Basically, you only have imposter syndrome because you are comparing yourself to someone else who you've decided is the gold standard for whatever that is. Be it a woman who is sexy and empowered, be it the writer, whatever it is, that voice in your head of the inner critic is making you believe that you are not skilled or competent or capable in the very area where you have the most potential. 
This is the hotbed of your true authority, which we'll talk about in our last episode. True authority is the antidote to all the false authority and the noise of the world. Where you experience imposter syndrome is a good key to where your true authority may be hiding. Your true authority is often found in the very area you struggle with imposter syndrome the most. One of the ways I help my clients get out of their heads, not just in the moment, but actually shift their orientation to being so that they can overcome imposter syndrome for the long haul is to guide them in the work of true authority. True authority is the palpable, visceral experience of being matching doing, meaning your inner world and your outer expression match. True authority is a flow state. It's an experience of being in your zone of genius, and it is something you can cultivate, something you can practice and get really good at. When you know how to work with and align your three wisdom centers, your head, heart, and honeypot. When you do, what happens is, is you can shut off the noise of the world. You can actually focus your mind to work for you in service to your soul instead of against you. When you are in your true authority, imposter syndrome just doesn't exist. You're in a whole different realm of being. It's like you're operating in a higher realm. Several of my clients and students have actually written books on the very topic where they felt they did not have enough authority. When I helped them in the areas of embodied self-expression, they were able to connect back to their real joy, their real reason for wanting to share their story with the world. This helped them get out of their heads, get out of the cycle of procrastination, perfectionism, and beating themselves up, listening to the inner critic, and into their true calling where they could actually start serving the world with their gifts because they knew how to guide themselves into a flow state. And with practice, they were able to drop in and access their true authority whenever they wanted or needed instead of whenever the stars aligned. True authority is connected to your sacred callings. True authority refers to your vocation, your sacred calling around the work you're doing in the world, and it also refers to the true authority you have in your womanhood, how you choose to express, experience, and share your sexuality, spirituality, desires, and values. The world is so noisy and just getting noisier, and a lot of that noise is functioning like false authorities in our life making a woman feel like she doesn't even have authority over her own womanhood, which is why one of the places imposter syndrome steals from women the most is in the bedroom. Advertisements and media subtly encourages women to compare themselves to each other constantly. From before women are even women, when they're just little girls and teens, they are subtly encouraged to pit themselves up against one another and against a gold standard of whatever the sexy woman is. This disconnects women from being able to experience sexiness on their own terms. This disconnection from ourself, from our own bodies, from where our sexy, holy energy lives in its most natural state gives us our most primal sense of imposter syndrome. We don't even feel qualified to be women. We might even feel imposter syndrome around our femininity, like we are faking it, like it doesn't really belong to us or it's not natural. Imposter syndrome in its most insidious form attacks our very womanhood. There's a journey to go on to reclaim your womanhood. If you are in your 30s or 40s and still feel like a little girl inside, I just want to tell you, you are not an imposter woman. You are a real 
woman. And you don't need to live in this insidious form of imposter syndrome, which steals your very essence. Whether you are determined to get out of imposter syndrome in this deep spiritual way, or if you're more focused on getting out of imposter syndrome in your career or professional life or in the bedroom and in your personal life, it all begins in the same place. Square one is getting you out of your head. So here is your homework today. For those of you who have upgraded, I want you to do the practice of a good emotional release. So often when we're stuck in our head, it's because we have bottled up all the emotion, both the pleasure and the pain around what it is that we are struggling with imposter syndrome with. Foundational tool number three, a good emotional release, will help you get out of your head so that you can begin to free yourself and get back to your place of power, which is your presence. Remember, if you are experiencing imposter syndrome, that is a clue that this is connected to who you're really created to be, the woman that you are created to be. This is where your true authority is hidden and you have a great deal of potential. 